Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Through education, motivation, and implementation, we will bridge the gap between knowing and doing so we can master fat loss naturally and help you reach your highest potential. Let's get started. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am super pumped, and I know I say that a lot, but it's because I love this, and I get really excited about it. I really do. It's not a front at all. But um, I actually, just yesterday, Monday, recorded a podcast with one of my clients. She's one of my Fat Loss Fast Track veterans, which means she is in her second Fat Loss Fast Track. She's not repeating the first 12 weeks. There's a second 12 weeks, and she has lost 30 pounds and changed her relationship, changed her work life, changed her whole life. And we talk about how it's about so much more than food and her willingness to do the deep work coming from an Italian family that was all about food, that is all about food, and she owns a bar. So she is around food and alcohol all the time and has been for her whole life. And hearing the way she has changed her perspective, and also talking through what's currently hard for her, specific to alcohol and social situations and drinking, and finding that balance, we just have an amazing conversation. I'm so grateful for her. Um, We do have another Fat Loss Fast Track opening up in April. So it's gonna kick off the first Sunday in April. Registration isn't open yet, but there is a wait list if it's something you're interested in. And I will link to that in the show notes for today's episode. But whether it is for you or not, I know you will glean some good takeaways from my conversation and the incredible success story that you are about to hear. So Louise, we have been really fortunate to be working together for a while now because right now you are in your second Fat Loss Fast Track and you've been listening to the podcast for a while and you're also at Ascend, which was my first ever in-person event back in the fall. And I'm super pumped that You wanted to share a little bit about where you've been and what you've been doing because you have come a long way since we started working (laughs) together. (laughs) Oh, yes, I have. (laughs) I know, you know, when we were kind of going back and forth over email, you have changed your life, not just physically, but really emotionally and in terms of your perspective and your behavior and your mindset. So the most obvious physical changes you've lost 30 pounds, which is yes. amazing. Yes, that it is. It is absolutely amazing. And, and without feeling like I'm on a diet and not feeling that this is just, you know, uh, another yo-yo thing that's gonna, you know, I'm going to gain it all back. I really feel like I'm, I'm here now. This is, this is it. That is so incredible. And that is just the tip of the iceberg for you. I, what I have witnessed with you is really a fundamental shift in the way you think about 
food and the way you think about alcohol. And we're all always a work in progress. But tell me a little bit about what has changed for you over the course of the past couple of fat loss fast tracks. Well, um, as I told you, I come from uh, Italian, uh, New York, East Coast background and food, food, food was was everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, seriously, I have I, you look at like old people's uh, uh, pictures and videos when they were children and everyone's at Disneyland or they're, you know, at the beach with their family and we're at a table. Yeah. We are at a table from from you can see me from two years old, five years old, at just another table with more people just eating and drinking. And that was pleasure. That was that was what we did. Right. And I'll never forget the first time you said to me that food is not entertainment, it's fuel. And mm-hmm. I I I was like, she doesn't know what no, no, no. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> both. Elizabeth, no. And uh and that has changed immensely. It's just it I still enjoy food. Oh heck, I enjoy food very, very much. And um, I look forward to um you know, to meals, especially special meals, but it's not the it all end all. It's not what I think about all day long. I think that, um, um, forget all the quackamamie diets that I've been on. Mm-hmm. I know that you've, you've probably been on 10 times more, but it, the last few ones was like Weight Watchers and stuff that I thought that I was being healthy. Yeah. But it was still so focused on food, 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 the points. All I did all day long was think about the food and yeah. I was eating low fat things and chemical things and stuff like that. So it only had, you know, five calories and and that's all changed now too. With what you've taught me with nutrition is just amazing. And it, it just, it just, it's just coming off without me even really trying to diet. And I know that sounds like, Oh, please, but it's true because my mind and what I'm working for and what I've done with you has made food just be really fuel. (laughs) Yeah. And you know, I would imagine that there are some people who will hear this and feel very much like you did at the start, whereas it's no, either food is enjoyment and it's gluttony, or I'm in this restrictive, you know, nothing is allowed, everything is off limits, but you've really created for yourself a middle ground. Yes. And, And I think that you might not have thought that was possible before. And I think there are a lot of people who hear that and go, yeah, I don't know. I've only lived on one extreme or the other. Either it's all the food, all the alcohol, all the social aspect of of eating, or it's none of it. Exactly. My favorite thing was to start a new diet like tomorrow because that night I would just think of everything that I wanted to eat that I wasn't going to be able to ever have again. Right. And I would eat it and then, oh, just, and I mean, there were holidays laying on the floor just going, oh, I cannot believe I ate this much. And then an hour later, especially because, you know, Italian pasta, carb it up an hour later, you know, wanting to eat again for, right. you know, just, I eat now when I'm hungry. I think that right. was the first breakthrough that you, that I had with you was I really stopped each time I put, before I put something in my mouth and said, am I hungry? Right. And that in and of itself can be a really powerful starting point because even if you don't change what you are eating, the quality of the food you're eating, just paying attention to Am I hungry or is this just an opportunity to, 
give myself some sort of pleasure when I'm not hungry. And I, and I remember reminding you, like, you will be hungry at some point. So you're not, you're not telling yourself no. If something looks good and you say, oh, well, I'm, I'm not hungry right now, that's not telling yourself no. It's I'm going to wait until the next time that I feel hungry. And that as a starting point is a really powerful place to begin. It really is. And then I also tell myself, you know, uh, and I'll have more time when I'm hungry. I will have, you know, sit down and I will be Mm -hmm. mindful and I will enjoy what I'm eating Mm -hmm. as opposed to, you know, just shoving something in my mouth because it looked good or smelled good or something like that. And that's a great point, too, in terms of the enjoyment. Because oftentimes when we are in these social situations, whether it's a holiday or just the way your family normally operates day to day, so many times our attention isn't on what we are eating or drinking. And so we miss out on it. And then we look down and we're like, oh my gosh, I just ate a place of plate of food, <laughs> but I don't really remember. So then we want more because while we are physically satisfied, we're not psychologically satisfied because we weren't paying attention to get that enjoyment. And so I think slowing down to say, if I'm going to eat, I want this experience to have my full attention. And especially if I'm going to drink, I think you can really relate to being in situations where you're drinking and you're drinking oh, yeah. and you're drinking, but oh, you're, not yeah. pay- you're not enjoying it. You're yeah, not I mean, eating I, there. Like I said, I, I, yeah, no, I don't. And, and, and I own a bar, which makes it almost even more reactive because mm-hmm. someone comes in, I haven't seen, hey, hi, Louise, you know, let's, let's have a shot. And without even thinking about it, you do it. And then again, and then by the end of the night, I've realized holy moly, I've, you know, I've had a shot with this person, a drink with that person. And then it all goes out the window because then you have no, no, no realization of what you're doing and eating. And it's, it, it, it can get definitely snowball out of, out of control. Absolutely. Absolutely. So tell me what it was that made you decide to do the fat loss fast track. What was it? Cause you had experienced many, many diets before And you've gone through the cycle of, oh, here we go, fresh start, new day, new beginning. What was it that made you say, I'm going to give this a shot? Like, what was it that appealed to you to think this might work? Um, Your podcast. I had um, about, I've been following your podcast now since right before your second anniversary. So about Mm -hmm. June. Mm -hmm. And I had been in therapy for about a year before that and worked through a lot of things, but the food was still there. I was still miserable. I mean, my poor therapist, she, I would just, I just, the food, I just couldn't get myself to be consistent. It was two days of, and then second, I wasn't perfect. It, it, you know, I had to start over. I had to start over and your podcast really just, just hit a note with me, your, your enthusiasm and simplicity, mm-hmm. simple, just, you know, just, okay. So tonight I'm not going to have five drinks and a plate of pasta. I'm going to have three. Yeah. And I started so slow with you. Mm-hmm. And then you start talking about the fat loss fast track. And I said, well, if, if I'm getting what I'm getting out of just a podcast, I I've got to try this. And um, just was very, very excited. And it definitely did not disappoint. It's, it's amazing. It's, it was, it was great. Now, given that, given that you started kind of slow, like instead of having five drinks, I'm going to have three, because like you said, you own a bar. So you're around food and alcohol all the time, especially, you know, the Italian family and all that as well. What do you think made for you the fat loss fast track different from the other things that you have tr- that you've tried 
and and kept you from this two good days and then a nightmare? Because it wasn't about the food. It wasn't, mm-hmm. I wasn't counting points and it wasn't, it was about why am I eating that? Mm-hmm. Why am I this? I'm tired or I, I, all the, the journaling and the stuff that you have us doing now has really opened up my eyes to why I was always putting stuff into my mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, and and 99% of the time it was not because I don't think I've ever been hungry, hungry until you know until now i just mm-hmm. ate because it was time to eat mm-hmm. and with the fat loss fast track we're we don't even talk about food in the first few weeks it was all right. about what you know what, what's going on with us why right. why am i why am i still why am i so upset with myself why do if i want this so bad i want to be thin i want to be healthy why am i not doing it right and you helped me really really hone in on what 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 the heck's going on And in addition to the way that you have sort of slowed down and become more deliberate about what you eat, while not sacrificing your enjoyment of food and of alcohol, you've also really changed your overall attitude. And I think some people look at this as just a a weight loss thing. But I would love, you know, before we talk about kind of where you're still struggling and what your challenges are, what has changed for you in terms of maybe your attitude or your outlook or your experience of life beyond food? Oh, my gosh. Um, my work, I, uh, wow. Um, when I first started with you, my marriage was a mess. I wasn't even going and checking into work. I, I was just just tired and done with everything. And now I, uh, I have confidence. I, you have gotten me to the point where... Um, I apply all the principles and stuff with the food to my life. Mm-hmm. I slow baby steps. Uh, it took me 11 months, but we finally opened up our kitchen. I was afraid. All mm-hmm. the fears, all the things that 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 were keeping me down or keeping me shoving food in my mouth, I, I'm I'm working through. I, mm-hmm. I I'm feeling those feelings instead of shoving food in my mouth and and whatnot. I communicate better now. I take that breath, that pause mm-hmm. before I react now. Um, and, and, and think, do, is this, you know, is this the person that I really want to be? Who is the person I really want to be? Mm-hmm. And you just, it, it's happened slowly. I remember them kept saying, trust the process, trust the process. And again, you know, in the beginning I was like, yeah, yeah, whatever. But I really, really did. It was just, so it happened all of a sudden it just happened because I just took all the little baby steps. Like you said, one little, I would, the person who said, what is that going to do? What is this one little thing going to do? But if you put it all together, Elizabeth, oh my God, it's happening. It's been a year now and my business is flourishing. My marriage is amazing. I've lost 30 pounds. I smile. I'm happy. My friends want to be around me now. I don't scream and yell. And it's just fantastic. And I want to give you total credit because, (laughs) no, I mean, it's really true because it's interesting. You are in, so there's different levels of the fat loss fast track and everybody starts at the same level and you're you're now at the second level. So this is your second 12 week cycle. But folks that are in the first 12 weeks, they really struggle to trust the process just because, you know, we all come from this dieting history and we've tried so many things and we want results and we want results now and we don't see how it's all going to come together if we just do the work. If we just, just yeah. And yeah. you've you done think that. The one thing that really helped me was um, stop weighing myself and mm. stop just, you know, looking at the, the clothes. Just did Do-way my day-to-day work. things and just each moment and each choice and everything I did 
it all then it all added up and you really do you just it's slow it's slow it didn't take us forever to get to here and it's not going to take us forever to get you know it's not going to take us two seconds to get back to where we were it really is so the foundation i think that's really what it is because in the rookie fat loss fast track we built such a heavy found good fast solid foundation Mm -hmm. that i now if I, you know, I go out and I splurge, you know, and I, I, I'm not disappointed the next day. I think back. I said, you know what? I did that and I move on. I never did that before. I yeah. It was always over. It had to be over because I ruined it all. And now it's not like that. Mm-hmm. That's why I finally think that this is it. This is it for me. I, I'm. I'm not going to go back to my old ways. I, and I know that about you. I know that for sure. <laughs> I really do because I've watched you do this. And, you know, to your point that we we focus on the outcome, whether it's weighing ourselves and being, being like, why am I not seeing results? And because, you know, you own a business, just like I own a business, we don't, we would never get anywhere in business if every little thing we did, we turned to the outcome. Oh, well, today I made this investment in my business. So did sales improve today? <laughs> like if yeah. we expected that sort of tit for tat return, we'd be screwed in business. We understand that it takes months of consistency and effort and focus and discipline and not making excuses to see that downstream effect. And yet when it comes to food, we're like, well, today I did really well and I had three good days this week. So why, <laughs> why don't my pants fit any different? And, and I say that, and, and I know that for some people it can seem like I'm dismissing that need for, for immediate results. I'm not, I get it. But as we grow through this, trusting the process, trusting that small changes do matter, then you get to the point where you're at now where no, things aren't perfect, but you can look back and go, Oh my, how things yes. have changed. Oh my God. I, seriously. And it is a lot. Yeah. But it never really felt, I mean, it was hard. It is hard. And it was hard on the nights that I sat there and I just kept saying, no, you don't want this. You don't want this. You're going to, you're going to feel better tomorrow. Right. And, but now looking back on it, it, it really, but it really didn't seem that hard now, now, now that I'm, I'm here. Well, in I'm the at, moment, but, but it the, can feel very moment, yeah. heavy. Yeah. And it can yeah. feel when you're really facing that craving, it can feel like that's all there is. But if you push through that and you trust oh. that all of these things synergistically work to make you better overall in your food choices, in your health, in your energy, in your communication, it really, really is true. And so you're just a great example of that. And I, and I guess I'm so proud of you because I know it hasn't <laughs> been easy. And I know there have been times when you've emailed and been like, what is oh. going on with me? <laughs> and, and, a, yeah. and a lot of that is, you know, some people go through a fat loss fast track or even never join a fat loss fast track because they don't want to ask for help. Yeah. And, they yeah. and you that, make it so easy. You, you, you must be the fastest reader in the world because you really do. You answer every, I, I don't know how you do it, but, uh, and, and, and the face, you know, the other people in the group too, let's, you yep. know, that, that helps a lot too. I don't really write a lot, but yep. I read everything that's on there yep. and it's, continually getting, you know, counseling and getting, plus I had a lot of bad information. I thought I had 21 grams of food of 21 grams of protein in the morning when I first woke up within 20 minutes and I didn't know I eat carbs first, do this, all that stuff too. Your nutrition Mm -hmm. uh, expertise and stuff that you know has also just been a, a game changer. 
Let me ask you this, Louise. What right now, because you've made some amazing improvements, but neither one of us ever want to imply that it somehow automatically gets easy, right? Like, poof, everything's perfect now. There's usually always something we're working to improve. What is that for you right now that feels the most difficult? Um, Well, first of all, you and I have talked, the alcohol is still hard. Mm -hmm. The alcohol is is still hard because I've got so much attached to it. To me, it's a good time. To me, it's, you know, if I haven't seen you in a while, there's so much attached to, you know, having a drink together with somebody. Let's go have a drink. Let's go drink. And uh, so that that's a struggle. Let me ask you a question about that. What I have found to be true, not just with alcohol, but also with food, is that there is a tipping point. Right. And what I mean by that is there is a point at which you go from this is really great and enjoyable to I went too far. Right. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's uncomfortable because, for example, if I sit down with a, an amazing piece of red velvet cake, I might be able to have a piece and be like, oh, my God, that was so worth it. But if one turns into what the heck, let's get it out of here. And so I finish it off and have three slices. I've absolutely passed the tipping point. It didn't. Yeah. The third slice was not better than the first. It probably wasn't even as good as it because it sort of had lost its luster. Like the first yeah. few bites are, oh man. And then three slices in, I'm hardly paying attention. And I think yes. that's really true with alcohol too, especially even more so because of the social element. And I think I shared recently on the podcast that um, I was in New York City recently and I was at a comedy club. And I was sitting there at the show with a drink, and I was about halfway through the drink when I realized, I'm not paying attention to this drink. I'm paying attention to the show. So like- It's just something in your hand. Yeah, the drink is tasty, but I'm if I'm going to drink, I, I, I love a good red wine, right? And I want to yeah. be able to sip it and enjoy it and savor it and really be present for it, not mindlessly suck it down while I'm doing something else. So when it comes to alcohol- And I know it probably varies depending on what you're drinking, but do you know for you at what point you tip from that was really great and I enjoyed it and it was special to it wasn't very special? Yes, and I'm and I'm becoming way a lot more mindful. First of all, I've become a lightweight, so that I had to get <laughs> used to. I had to get used to that. Yeah. Whoa. So so yeah. So um, I will I will make a point if I know I'm going to have my you know my one martini or again I too love red wine, mm-hmm. and it's don't I don't I don't open up a second bottle when I'm you know there's four of I I I do I do know it depends on food but I do know that once I'm just talking and I'm not really looking or not paying attention I'll put it aside and I always now have a I love club soda mm-hmm. as well and I I always have that there so I try to grab for that mm-hmm. and then when I actually grab for the for the glass that's got the the alcohol in it I'm thinking about that. I'm drinking that. And that's really been a lot because I would just grab. I would just grab. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't even think about it. So so if you're, let's say, in the martini example. Yeah. Where is the line for you? Is it one martini is amazing and the second you're not paying much attention? Is it two martinis? Like what? Let's be really specific here because I think that the, okay. the opportunity the first for one is The first one's amazing. Okay. I would say halfway through the second one, it starts to say, it starts to not be working. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I, I get that. For me, one drink, I'm like, that was special. It was yeah. great. I feel a little bit warm. Like, you know, because yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm a lightweight with alcohol as well, too. And then after that, 
it's it's sort of like I'm not really there. It's not special anymore. And it's I think not. it sounds to me like your improvement, even though it feels hard right now, your improvement is happening right now. Yeah. It's just you're not there yet. Right? Yeah. Yes. And so- yes. Because with the food, I, I am. I can I do that now. And I think it's one of our conversations we had where you talked about just taking that bite and going, oh, my God, that was so good. And mm-hmm. that was it. That's all. I do that a lot now. I just want to taste it. Yeah. So I don't feel deprived Mm -hmm. and I've tasted it and that was, that was great. That's it. I'm done. And you know, I talked recently too, I talked recently too about standards and making sure that when something is important to us, we have standards. For example, if you're married, you might have a standard that you don't go to bed angry, right? Some couples have yeah. that, that that's just the deal. Or, or maybe you always go to bed in the same room, right? No matter how big the yeah. fight was, you don't sleep in separate rooms or whatever. Everybody has different standards for things that right. are important. But because we eat and drink so often, we often don't have standards. We, <laughs> we, don't, we don't have a line that says, you know, when I go out, to a party, I, I only have one dessert. I don't need four. Yeah, there are seven options, but that's just a standard for me. If I'm going to do dessert, I don't need the lemon cheesecake and the brownie. Like if I do dessert, I only do one. And I think that because alcohol is such a big part of your life, given that you own a bar, I would really challenge you to develop a standard or two there. Yeah. You know, you're right. Because I as the food thing, that does it's been a year now that we've been working on it. So like you said, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm kind of there for the most part. And it is, I say, I'm only going to have, you know, one, or I'm only going to have this. And I don't do that with alcohol. I kind of think it, but then I don't, I don't do it. Right. And what, you know, everybody gets kind of motivated when they do something new. And so you might set a standard and say, well, if I'm going to do martinis, I only have one. I think it's super important to set a realistic standard that represents an improvement for you. So for example, in your case, which could be very, very different from somebody else's case, but in your case, it might be you do not have more than three drinks in a night, period, the end, no matter where you are, what you are, who you're with, yeah. right? And, may, and, and who knows, a year from now, that might look very, very different. Who knows what it is for you? Only you know. But I think that having a standard is super valuable, for some yeah, and it, 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 for me, that's also because I'm kind of, you know, I, if I make it wishy-washy, well, I'll see what's going exactly. on. Exactly. Three. And it depends no, on how when long you give me I'm a out, rule. Yeah. I can follow it. Yeah. And the thing is, you need to give yourself that rule, and rule. also understand that anything takes practice, right? But you have to have a place from which you have this solid, you know, you talked about that foundation. You've got to create that foundation when it comes to alcohol, which begins in a lot of cases with setting this standard. So, you know, for some people, it might be, I don't have more than one. For other people, it might be like you said, you don't open the second bottle. Like nothing good happens. You know, they say nothing good happens after midnight. (laughs) Nothing good happens when you open the second bottle of wine. And it doesn't take away from your enjoyment because realistically, once you get a few drinks into the night, it is not about the drink. It's just not. No. You're not it's paying not. It's attention. Not. And I don't remember how good it tasted. I remember the first right. one. That's I remember right. the first glass. But, That's right. But, uh, you know, you wake up and you go, oh, was that good? Yeah. yeah. No. And, and you get past that tipping point where not only was it not that great, but now it has these negative emotions associated with it because you're like, damn it, why did I do that? That wasn't worth yep. it. I don't feel good the next day. 
And so whatever that is for you, some people's standard is, I don't drink during the week, period, the end. Mm -hmm. I just don't. You know, for other people, it's, you know, I don't do alcohol and carbs. I do one or the other. I do alcohol or I do dessert. But setting that standard for you, if it's based on a number of drinks, you're going to be more selective about what you're drinking. That, that is so true. Absolutely so true. You know, yes. you're not just going to randomly be like, yeah, let's do a shot. Like, nah, I don't even like that. So that's out. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what I would really challenge you to do is, is look great idea. at what you can set as a standard and be realistic with it and understand that what matters is number one, that it's an improvement for you. And number two, that you practice it consistently. Uh, yes. And the, and the, the you having us think about our improvements and stuff is also making, you know, I'm kinder to myself now too. It's like, you know, I wasn't perfect, but you know, darn, I was, I was a whole heck of a lot better than I was, you know, then. And, and I can, I feel, I see the improvements. I feel the improvements and it, it, it is, it's wonderful. I thank you more than you can imagine. Well, let me ask, I mean, like I said, you are the magic. You were the one that's done all of this hard work and so much of what people get out of a fat loss fast track depends on what they put into it and their willingness to say, Hey, this is where I'm at and this is where I'm struggling. And you've consistently done that, which I think is so major. What would you say to someone who is considering a fat loss fast track, you know, the next one's in April, what would you say if they're kind of on the fence and maybe they've experienced what you have before of like, I've failed on diets before. I've spent a lot of time and energy and my life is a mess, right? Like My life's a total <laughs> mess. I don't know if this is it for me because everything in life is just total chaos. What would you say? I would tell them, look, if you're really ready, if you're really ready to, this is it, this is, this is your, for me, it was my last shot. Yeah. If you're ready to look at yourself and be honest with yourself and do the hard work and not be in a big rush for a quick fix, the fast loss, fast track is, is it, it really is. It's so different than anything. It's not a diet. Mm -hmm. It's at some point, it's not even really about the food. It's about you. It's about exactly. it's about me taking care of myself and me learning about, you know, what 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 makes me feel good and what makes me going to be my best and better. And you really have to be honest with yourself. Yeah, it's that's that's so, that's so important. It that's is. Hard. You're not following anything else. You don't give me, you don't tell me what to eat. You just ask me a lot of questions. And mm-hmm. those, some of those questions are really hard. Yeah. And it's, it, you, you work through it and it's really is a way of life that it's, it's, it's wonderful. And, you know, I, I can look back and say, oh, it was kind of easy, but right now what I'm doing with you in the veterans group is not easy. So <laughs> while I'm in it, it's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's hard and it, it keeps building, but no, seriously, if this is it, you know, the money was, it was, it's, it's substantial, but yeah. nothing, nothing compared to what I've gotten. And if you are ready to really do do this for the last time, lose that weight for the last time, I've gained and lost the same 20 pounds over and over and over. And if you really want to say goodbye to those pounds forever, this is this is the way to do it. And I love how you started that. And I've noticed that most people do. And that is if you're ready to do the work and be honest yeah. with yourself, right? Because this isn't like, oh, meal plan, quick fix, do this, don't do that. This is like, we're getting rid of these yep. issues for life. And that requires introspection and honesty and the ability to say, it's okay with me if the scale doesn't move for the first few weeks and I'm not going to panic and throw a fit. I understand that I'm building a lifelong foundation. So you have yes. just been an amazing model of that, primarily because you are honest. You are honest. And 
when I call you out on what seems like an illogical story or excuse, <laughs> you take it. And, and, and in fact, one of our most recent email exchanges, you said, I need to think about that. Like, oh, I'm yeah, sure. I, was, I was dying with that one. And I just, <laughs> I, I erased like the sentence over. I didn't, I, I was so taken aback because you really just, you, 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 you nailed me. You, you knew exactly what was going on. You're like, and that's all real thing. good, Louise, but la, 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 la. And I was like, Oh crap. So, but you know yeah, what? I did. A lot of people aren't ready to go there yet, but when yeah. you when you are ready, it's so freeing. Oh, it is so freeing. It really it it really is and it's so powerful and you know I, I, I guess I'm lucky too because I am still in therapy and, and Samantha, she, you know, between what I'm getting with you and with her and just really working on myself and I get to come back and then talk to you about these things and, and you're always there. You're always there. You always answer. I sometimes like within minutes, it's, it's, it's amazing. So I, I, and I know you do it for everybody. So bravo for all of this is just, just fantastic. I'm, I'm so grateful. So well, grateful to I'm grateful bit. for you because you you make what I do worth every second <laughs> of it. You really do because you're just willing to do the work. So thank you so much for sharing your story and being so open and, and being so ready to do the work on yourself because it's really a beautiful thing to see. And I'm just grateful to be a part of your journey. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Primal Potential Podcast, where my goal is not to inform you, but to transform you. And if you would like to receive free motivation and strategy and recipes, workouts, meal ideas every week right to your inbox, just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. It's a great way to get the tools, the strategies, and the practical implementation assistance that you need to create your own transformation between podcast episodes. Just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. See you there.